Oh, another Sunday and another episode of Board Wrestling Fan Radio. This time, episode number 134. And the man that's been here for all 134 of those is here, Mr. G. Yep, I have survived. And, of course, <laughs> JT is with us. I don't know if I, if I should even talk, because I might just go robo-JT. You might. And, of course, Mark is with us. Yeah, at least we still have one streak in wrestling. <laughs> uh, hey, Bo Dallas has his 13 and Bo streak. And I, of course, am <laughs> Think So Joe. I've been here most weeks. <laughs> I've missed well, a couple. We also of... still have the, uh, is this the pay-per-view CM Punk comes back on streak? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, the rumors are flying again because AJ really? is back now. Yeah. Now the rumor mill is like, oh, well, AJ's back, so now CM Punk's going to come back. Yeah, like, the way I see that is AJ is back, Jericho is back, so Punk is not coming back. Yeah, no, there's no reason for Punk to come back. When they were talking point. with AJ, they would have talked to him. If he's not back with her, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Time will tell if CM Punk ever comes back, and we can only speculate at this point, but I don't think that he will be. Yep. And I don't know if you guys caught the sign on Raw on Monday. Uh, the, the titty master sign. <laughs> tango India, Tango, Tango, Yankee. It was so it, clever, it I had to name the Raw review after. sign in Japan as well. <laughs> was <there? laughs> Even in Japan, they respect the titty master. I guess. <laughs> uh, I didn't have Raw spoiled for me this week. That's that's a good thing, except for there was nothing exciting about Monday Night Raw this week. Shit, two minutes in and we're straight to wrestling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually called my wife, and my wife goes, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Oh, well, what, what?" You know, <laughs> it's like nothing. Like, oh, something on wrestling. She's like, yeah. So I, hey, I had assumed it was AJ being Paige's partner. She, she later told me it was the Funkadactyls fighting each other <laughs> that caused her to say, "Oh shit." It's nice to know that was an oh shit moment for someone. (laughs) Being that uh, she's a uh, fan of Total Divas, I guess, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember anything that happened on Raw. (laughs) See, Roman Reigns cut a promo, big brawl, Fit Finley, Jamie Noble, Mike Rotunda, Dean Malenko, and Joey Mercury all got tossed around a little bit. The only thing I remember about Raw is the network being plugged. Of course, because you yeah. get your free trial of the network if you're in a country that can get the network. Yeah, and they keep telling you every three times a day, every day. I'm, getting, you know, what? I'm getting sick and tired of this. God damn it! I have the fucking network. Stop sending it to me. It's yeah, because they're desperate. Notices. It's because they're desperate, and that's what it tells us. From seeing this, we know that they're probably received some sort of uh, idea of where they are at economically, and they're like, "Oh shit." Oh, motherfucking shit. <laughs> I got lots in the notes in the news about cuts. We'll get to that I'm later. Sure. But Maybe what this both. reeked of was pure, utter desperation. It's like that some chick in the audience flashing her titties at you going, please, please, look at me. <laughs> That's what I was. the titty master for nothing. Yes, titty <laughs> masters everywhere, my friend. Uh, and and it, it's unfortunate because, yeah, we're going to have to sit through it if we watch it live. But smart ones, we don't. We fast forward, motherfucker, like hell through that shit. I wonder if they've also been informed that not every one of these subscribers is American. And that maybe this might be the highest they'll get because everyone who wants it has found a way to get it no matter where they live. Well, unless, of course, they utilize that Hulu thing. 
Hulu is able to identify if you have a your IP being uh, blocked, and then it disables yeah. the stream anyway. So if they if they enable that, they'll basically lose a whole bunch of subscribers, which would be shooting themselves in the foot again. So I guess that's probably not going to happen. But you know, the they... tech, oh, the technology exists. Hulu, Hulu will find you if you're, if you're blocking your IP, dude. You you know what they did to me last week? I wasn't here on the show, obviously. Like last week, I was at a brewery tour, but um. They sent me an email saying my payment for the month didn't go through, through PayPal, which I didn't change anything on on my PayPal. So I did it. I made sure I fixed it. Went through. The next email was reminding me when my subscription was up. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the app will send you like a notice every single day. Yeah, that out. too. Yeah. See, I turn I turn notifications off for most of my apps on my phone, my tablet, and I have not gotten a single thing from WWE like, oh, get your free trial of the network, or hey, resubscribe to the WWE network, because I'm sure that's coming up soon. You figure it launched in February, so August 24th would probably be the uh, ending point. Yep, that is. That's what they told me. That was when my, my six months is up, and it can't get hit. Well, I don't want it to come here any sooner, because it means it's the end of the summer, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't wait. Once it's done, I'm I'm getting rid of the app on my phone. I'm done. I, I just that was kind of when they sent me that. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I have my own network. It's called Illegal Streams. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing that came up when the network came out. Just a screenshot of XWT saying, "I've had my network for five years." Now. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I couldn't find, uh, they, they showed the free preview of uh, Monday Night War after Raw on Monday, and I, of course, didn't catch it, and they never replayed it afterward, and they didn't put it back, they didn't put it up on the network because it was a, you know, free preview, right. and, and they weren't putting it up as a, uh, you know, on demand until it actually airs in August. Yeah, it was the network licking your balls and saying we'll be back in a month to finish the job. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't blame them for that at all. Again, they're they're gonna live or die by this network. Yeah, That's more or less it, man. Um, if I was in their shoes, I would not make any new shows at all. I wouldn't put any money into putting anything brand new and creating a single new thing for the network. You get your pay per views. That's your new shit. After that, you have the library. You, you sell your whole thing based on that. You know, people are complaining, oh, tough enough, Legends House, fuck off. Grab a clue. They're not making any money if they put those shows up, if they make those shows happen. They've already got your 10 bucks. They have the money that they're going to make. The only shows that make the money are the ones that are on actual TV that have mm -hmm. advertising. This, that's the thing that bothers me the most. Make original series. Uh, the, the thing that bothers me the most about the IWC guys, it's it's these people that are bitching and complaining about why isn't Raw on the, the app or on the network? It's like fucking grab a clue. Do you understand how the business model of television works? Do you have any concept of how money is made? I'm. It's just. <sighs> And if you try to reason with them logically, then they just call you a hater and all that. So you just don't even bother commenting. And you just giggle and laugh, and then you get on a podcast with your friends and you mock them. <laughs> uh-huh. 
because it's, I really want to punch people when I read some of this stuff on, on like Reddit and YouTube, man. I just, oh my god. That's why I just don't read that shit. Yeah. Same with Joe. He couldn't deal with the notifications. He turned them off. I just yeah. smart man. I don't deal with that shit. Yeah, smart man. You know, I gotta. I, I sit here all the time. And my wife's always getting like notifications for like games she has on her phone and shit, and she's always complaining like. You know, I'm always like, who the fuck is texting you at this hour? And she's like, it's probably a game request. And then you go and you look and it's like, oh, yep, somebody wants to play Family yep. Feud with you. <laughs> you know, it's like, turn that shit off. Yeah, <laughs> That's the biggest problem I have with people who ain't autocorrect. You can turn the fucking thing off. Uh-huh. Every single time someone invites me to play a game, I immediately go and I click go to game and I click block all future requests. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, thanks for giving me a heads up for another annoyance they can block. Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh well cool there's a cat on my garage roof yeah there's so many little hassles in life like that that are your user controls that can be totally re uh, remedied that it's just give your head a shake folks if you're one of those people at home user controls please go to your settings on your smartphone and computer and just take a couple of minutes to look at what's there settings are your friend they want to be helpful and useful to you, right? Exactly. Well, they want to be. Exactly. Well, they should be. Yeah. It's like on, like for example, let's say you're buffering a video, and it's flash enabled. Well, you can right-click on that, and you can increase your buffering rate to unlimited, and wow, suddenly you have the most quality stream you can possibly receive from that source. Not that that will help you doing anything that would be illegal, mind you, God, we've been on a Sunday uh, evening, but um, <laughs> yeah, food for thought. Well, you won't have to do that for another few weeks, I think. Tech tips every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, especially the weeks George isn't here. <laughs> it's, <cock laughs> talk, it's comp talk. <laughs> uh, oh, Joe is the one who needs the tips. Yeah, I totally uh, need the tips. I don't I know anything about technology. Sports. He's got a meeting today, doesn't he? Uh, he was supposed to have a uh, recording session, but instead he has a gig with his other band. So he's not burning down the all NNY place? No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, he might be. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a couple of days. <laughs> he's just sat in jail playing his bass. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, like... I will post, like, all kinds of shit, like, hey, I'm doing this, hey, I'm doing that. Nobody will fucking even, like, bat an eye or, or go, like, check out anything I'm doing. Like, uh, like, there's no point of me even, like, advertising this podcast anymore because nobody ever fucking comes and listens to the damn show. What the fuck is the point? Now, I say something negative about something, you know, and just a little innocuous thing, like, I'm not participating in this at all. And I get, like, 20 comments of people like, well, why, man? Why, why you got to hate on this shit? Like, what the fuck am I hating on? It's like, I just don't want anything to do with it. Just because I work for the damn station doesn't mean I want anything to do with this awards show. And George feels the same way. George kind of, uh, you know, basically what happened with George is he got told, you're going to be nominated for this award. We're going to have you on the list. People can vote for you. And then when I go to vote, George isn't on the list. George is pissed off about that. And so I'm like, you know, if I can't vote for the person I want to vote for, fuck it, I'm not voting at all. And I figure I make that publicly known, and of course people got to fucking shit on me. And, you know, one of the people that was, you know, talking to me on there actually called me afterwards, like, 
dude, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with you, right? Like, yeah, no, I got no problem with you. <laughs> you know? I welcome it. You know, I, I, on my Facebook, if anybody's listening, if anybody does listen, is friends with me on Facebook, go ahead and debate me on shit on Facebook. I, I welcome that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to get mad about somebody being like, oh, well, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm wrong. Why? Well, Joe, you are wrong. <laughs> JT's over there. He's voting for all these Western New York bands because <laughs> Syracuse doesn't have anything like this. Yeah, we do. We have the Sammies. <laughs> the Sammies. Yeah. Right, Sammy Zane. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw his request initially in the week to go vote, and I noticed he wasn't on the list. But I did find um, that he was nominated alongside of his drummer in one of its bands. Yeah, I, I didn't find him individually, but I did find a couple of him with other people. But but that's the thing is he was supposed to be nominated for that individual award, and he <laughs> he got left off the list. It was his drummer that actually called me to be like, "Hey, man, listen, you know, I got no problem with you guys. <laughs> you know, just you know, why are you making a big deal out of this? Like, why are you making a big deal out of me making a big deal out of it? Because I'm not making a big deal out of it." But uh, George has actually uh, got a gig with Diceros this afternoon. Uh, actually, later this evening, uh, I'm not sure where, or I would, you know, plug it on the air here. <laughs> I'm sure we don't have anybody listening live that would care anyway, so who cares? <laughs> BWF Radio 134, we shit on everything edition. Yes, we do. Damn right. <laughs> what else is new? We shit on everything every week. <laughs> Especially wrestling. Especially wrestling. We apparently well, have... Well, when it's good, we will give credit. Oh, of course. Like when Roman Reigns speared the living fuck out of Fit Family on Raw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have one. We do have one listener apparently. <laughs> uh oh. Let me that, check. That's me. I just joined. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, it says you've been on last time too. It says you've been on for fifteen I was, seconds. I was thinking I better check the chat. <laughs> fifteen seconds. Mark's been listening to his own show. <laughs> No, I greatly enjoyed seeing Fit Finley get speared out of his shoes on Raw. I'm sure there was something good that happened. See, the Wyatt family beat the Usos in a non-title match. Again. Uh, uh, it, it was fun to see the IWC shit themselves with that picture of Bray hitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, l- let me put this out here. We, we were talking last week about how uh, on Google the number one trend uh, the number one search on Google last week was how to cancel the WWE network. Now, WWE on Raw this Monday had one of those did you know segments, or or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just Michael Cole babbling, but the WWE network has a 90% satisfaction rate. <laughs> which is, which more actually than is higher than Netflix. Which is higher it, than Netflix. Is that a legit figure? Wait, I was <laughs> just going to say, how many people did they ask? 10? I never got asked, but if they if they were to ask, but if they were to ask me, I don't have any problem with the network except when I try to watch my Xbox 360. I've never had a problem with Netflix, and I've never really heard anyone say anything bad about it. Yeah, same here. My problem with Netflix is there's nothing fucking to watch. <laughs> just like Directv. Just, just like cable. Yeah, just like exactly. My point exactly. <laughs> Plus, I've never been asked by Netflix if I'm satisfied. <laughs> So what yeah. is the point, let me ask you guys this, what is the point of both competitors having one arm tied behind their back in a match? Isn't that supposed to be like a handicap? <laughs> like like one guy's supposed to be like, I could beat you with one arm tied behind my back, and then they tie that guy's arm behind his back so he could prove it? 
all of a sudden we've got this Divas match where it's like, okay, both of them are going to have their arms tied behind their back, which, of course, didn't happen anyway. But Yeah, I heard about this because I fast-forwarded through this match because I didn't care. Um, but but I don't get it either. It makes no sense. I guess, Is it uh, true we had three Divas matches, or was that a fever dream? Who knows? I just fast-forwarded through them all these days. Yeah, I don't know if we had three Divas matches. We had I at accidentally least... did that on SmackDown. Because they had a Don't Try This At Home segment before a Divas match. I tried <laughs> to skip that segment and skip the Divas match as well. Yeah, my fast-forward button just keeps on going. <laughs> keeps on trucking. Oh. It's so uh, it, it, you, you use your fast-forward button so much while watching WWE, you break it. It's worn out. Yeah. You have to get a new remote. <laughs> Oh my! I got a Stampede uh, Wrestling issued remote control. It never breaks; <laughs> it just dies. So we're trying to get Rusev over as a heel in Canada. So wouldn't you have him go against like you know Jericho or like somebody else from Canada? Or interrupt the Bret Hart segment. Interrupt the Bret Hart segment, something like that. Instead of having him wrestle from Battle Creek, Michigan, <laughs> Rob Van Dam. There's really not a lot of Canadians left on. No, uh, you know what? And now, and now that I've brought the subject up, you're absolutely right. I mean, he could destroy, like, Chris Jericho, or he could beat Christian. <laughs> no, Christian's really not active anymore. And Christian's not really active. I think exactly. he's quietly finished. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't think of any other Canadians on the roster as off the top well, of my head. They're all on NXT, like Zane and Tyson. Well, yeah, yeah, Kidd. but I'm saying, like, on the main roster, I can't think of any Canadians off the top of my head besides, really, Chris Jericho. Yeah, they're not they're not gonna bring up some guy on NXT that like the majority of the crowd doesn't know. Like just because Sami Zayn's from Quebec, don't kid yourself, Mark. Most of the audience is not gonna have a clue who he is. And it, the ones that do wouldn't recognize him without a mask. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. It would be pointless. Okay, you put, you put Chris Jericho in there. You can't have Jericho lose. So that's pointless. Uh, and obviously, Bret Hart's not taking a bump. So no. You, you, and Jack Swagger kind of can't well, cross the border. Bump, you just have to threaten him. But Jack uh, Swagger's American. Suck. Damian Sandow as Bret Hart was awesome. I yes, that. it was. I love that. That, that was, was great. that was amazing. I wouldn't trade Rusev from Sandow. Sandow did a great impression. It, it, it was really good. I guess he, he did, did a decent one. I did catch the main event one because um, uh, he did uh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Thank you. Yeah. I had a brain fart there. I was thinking Hunter Man with beard. <laughs> I, I didn't watch main event, but I did see the picture on Instagram of Damian Sandow dressed up as HBK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to check out the, the highlight reel. That was about it. I, I kind of sk- scanned through the, the show just to see if there was anything memorable, and I didn't see anything worth stopping for. Now, but- did, did anybody watch the, the Del Rio-Ziggler match? I mean, I know they've wrestled six billion times. You've seen one, you've seen them all. But did anybody just stop and watch for Fondango on commentary? I couldn't hear him. <laughs> it's because he was talking like this the whole time. Yeah, no, I, I, I skipped through it because of Fondango on commentary. But Fondango's out there, and, and he says, Fondango is the Fonz of the WWE. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so now you're Fonzie. Sure. I don't know. Like I said, I, I I didn't hear a thing, so I can't say if it was good or bad. I I I really don't understand how something like that te- type of technical glitch from that company would actually go unnoticed for that long, or else maybe he just said one thing. I don't know. No, he was talking. He was talking the entire time, but he was talking like this. Oh, okay. You couldn't hear him. 
It wasn't that there was technical problems. You just couldn't hear the damn guy. He, he was, you know. Don't, don't they have, like, a compressor sound gate in their <laughs> truck for you, microphones? You, you need to call them and tell them they need Levelator. Yeah. <laughs> tell them it saved I, Colt I, Cabana's life. I did. Saving lives, changing worlds. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to hear that guy. Honestly, would like to, you know. Um, he just needs to speak I've up. Said it I've said it before. I like Johnny Curtis when he was on NXT. I thought he 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 did cut decent promos, and you know, for what they gave him, and uh, I guess what was it, Maxine, and oh, I can't unthink the name Bateman. Okay, he's easy through to me now, but yeah. <laughs> they, for the stuff they gave them, leeway wise, it was pretty much okay. Nobody's really watching the show in the states. It's on in Canada, and that's about it. So do it up, pretty much wherever the hell you want on the show. And they, they did a good job. I think if he's given the opportunity and, and breathing room with the Fandango character, maybe he could make it work because he's saddled with that shit now. There ain't no undoing it. There's can't unbe not be seen, you know, type of thing. It can't be unseen. That's the meme. Yeah. So why not like? See if he can, you know, explore the, explore it with a little bit. I mean, God forbid they actually have somebody who is like interesting, even if he's a heel. They need heels. He's he's doing the rock thing now, where he's referring to himself in in the uh, third person. He was doing that through the whole match. Fandango is enjoying this match. <laughs> you know, like, okay, dude. <laughs> But he was doing that through the whole match, and I'm just like, but you could barely hear him. So I understand, like, where you're coming from. Cause I mean, let me, where, which one's my mic here? Let me turn this down. This is how, this is how you could hear Fandango. <laughs> you couldn't hear him at all, you know? But yeah, it's a shame. It's, and it was, it was all him. It wasn't, it, don't even, like, you know, I wouldn't even put the blame on the production team. <laughs> I'm sure they could have turned him up, but, you know, whatever. I don't fucking know. We had Jericho versus The Miz. Happened already. That would have been I, good for background to prolong the um, Wyatt feud. What? Fuck it. We got the second Divas match, and that was it was uh, the Funkadactyls against Paige and AJ. And uh, Cameron was, like, completely uninterested in being in the match, just like the fans. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and finally... Tags in, gets hit with the page turner, gets pinned, and then the Funkadactyls start fighting. Yeah, I want Page A to stay together though. Page A, that's what my wife said that too. She called <laughs> him Page A. <laughs> that name's gonna catch on. <laughs> Not if they don't last more than a few weeks. It's true. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's enough to like give Page some sort of character and identity, which they need to do. Yes. Yes. Well, they kind of did, and then they took the title right off her. Which she got that nice promo for once, and then AJ's back. Fuck it. <clears throat> and Cesaro lost again to Kofi Kingston. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Robo JT! Um, it's a run in. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> He needs to get that USB port fixed or something, man. <laughs> like, might very well be a USB port, though, JT. That's the only thing I can think. He's it sounds like a robot trying to recite the vowels. <laughs> yeah. 
It's got to be his USB port. I mean, he's this is like the third different microphone he's tried, and it's still failing on him. I don't know. Well, Cesaro's job into Kofi Kingston for some reason. And Bo Dallas beat uh, El Torito. When are Los Matadores going to face Bull Dempsey from NXT? <laughs> it only makes sense. That's <laughs> feud made to happen. <laughs> and Torito starts believing. Yeah. And he gets run over by Bo Dallas after the match. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Even Wrestler Monkey came out of retirement to gift that one. <laughs> Jif. Jif. I'm sorry. Jif. Choosy moms choose Jif. Anyway. <laughs> I miss Jif. And Cena gets knocked out, and Rollins comes in to cash in, and then Ambrose runs him off, and Cena and Reigns stand tall because we can't have the authority stand tall when John Cena's the champion. No. Only when guys we like are champion. Walk tall. Heracles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I like, actually... Yeah, I, that was a I, real poster. The, the Jomo one. I, I thought it was photoshopped. I didn't believe it was real. <laughs> yeah, it's real. I, I watched the trailer. Yeah, it's real. Um, it's damn it's real. damn real. It's damn real. Speaking of damn real... I actually watched some show on Thursday night on Spike TV. Well, I watched it the next day. NXT's on Spike now? <laughs> Might as well be. Anyway, um, no, you know, I actually watched Impact because I thought it was going to be the New York City tapings that they taped like six <laughs> six years ago now and still haven't aired. <laughs> yeah, next week. Yeah, they're finally starting those next week. They, they taped them like like six months ago. What the fuck, man? It's yep. like, yep, that's how they roll. Jeez, they're worse than Ring of Honor at this point. Except I can actually see the ring. Assuming <laughs> you'll be able to see all six sides of it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and I got, I kept getting Bobby Roode and Austin Aries confused because <laughs> I haven't seen the show in so damn long. So Bobby Roode comes out and he calls out, uh, uh, I don't even remember who he called out. <laughs> MVP. Oh, he calls out MVP and he gets beat down by Lashley. And he then, refuses to accept a cripple can't fight. Yeah. And then in the next segment, Austin Aries was in the X Division title match. I'm like, wait, didn't he just get beat down by Lashley? <laughs> like, oh wait a minute. No, that's that that was that was Bobby Roode, okay. Everybody's wearing long tights now in TNA. I noticed that too. <laughs> At least not wrestling in jeans anymore. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I actually watched the show. Huh. It was a pretty decent show this week. I fast forwarded through it actually. Well, it wasn't <laughs> bad. There was all, it was all title matches except for, of course, the battle royal. And I know G is a huge battle royal mark. Yeah, I thought, yeah the battle royal was all right. I, I I'd give it maybe a six <laughs> out of ten though. It was it was very short, very quick. Um, the, I thought the outcome of it was good. I, I think that was the best way to go. They're going into New York. They they're desperately in need of a re-signing of their TV deal, which is about sixty days away from expiring. Uh, I've heard absolutely nothing. We read anything about any other television station wanting this show, which is not a good omen. No. 
So they, they got to put their best foot forward. And if that means, you know, sprinkling the card with some um, ECW guys to get the crowd hot and get good reaction and putting, you know, Jeff Hardy back in as Jeff Hardy and dropping the, uh, the Willow shtick for a bit, more power to them. You know, we need competition. It might not be the best. It has its flaws. I, I still watch it every week. I, I actually kind of am enjoying TNA as of late. There's stuff I skip, but there's stuff I skip at all shows except NXT. So, you know, I, I got no I got no beef with it. I don't recall it being like a super awesome episode, but I, I definitely wasn't bad. It was there was moments that are that are all right. I'd I'd like to see these guys like the Wolves and Bram and Magnus get more time in a tag match for the title. The Sonata Austin Aries match was really good. Definitely the the highlight of the show. You know, I, I can deal with the beautiful people if I have to. They don't really have a women's roster to work with, so it is what it is. But the ones some of the ones that they do have coming up, possibly, you know, in the New York tapings, because I don't read the spoilers, just I might as well not ruin it for myself. If we get that Gail Kim um and Terran Terrell rematch, fuck yeah, sign me up. Well, you know they've had a good past. Just in, I I like I thought TNA did a pretty decent job this week. It's just didn't, it wasn't a home run. It was what it needed to be for the last show in a marathon taping. I'll tell you what. I mean, for for me to have not watched Impact in so long and going in expecting to see something completely different than what I saw because of the fact that I thought it was going to be the New York City tapings on air. Uh, it was, I was actually like, uh, you know, oh, why, you know, watching it. Like, why am I not watching this? It was actually, uh, as you as you said, it was a good show. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not perfect by any means, but none of the shows right now are, and it's, it's still, it's still good. It was actually good. I actually enjoyed what I watched. Yeah, the the only problem I had was Aries winning the X Division title. Yeah, because he does this every year around this time, and he cashes it in, and it it just cheapens the title to me. That he doesn't really give a fuck for an entire year. And right. I just <laughs> I oh, don't know. Oh, it, Destination X is coming like up. Time much. to win for me. Time for me to win the title. <laughs> I mean, he even called it out himself, saying in a promo, "I seem to win the title at this time of the year." Mm-hmm. And I would have just. I'd have liked to see Sonata keep it for a bit longer as well. It just makes everyone look shit if Ares cashes it in and then Sonata wins it back when it's vacated. Right. <laughs> I I think he, uh, he won't win, though, if he cashes it in this time. Plus, at least he did tease not cashing it in. As he said, that, that would be too obvious. Yeah. He's just... I don't know, I like him, but sometimes he does come across as a bit of a prick. <laughs> I don't call him Austin Healy Aries for nothing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but, but you know, I actually enjoyed the show. I'll, I'll give them credit for yeah, that, actually. It, it was better than last week. And I really enjoy the show when they don't have 11 ADD segments right after another, when they just focus <laughs> on the matches... <laughs> And there's no really stupid backstage shit. Right. The only thing they really did backstage was Nooks telling the menagerie that it they don't have to pin anyone so they can they have a good chance of winning. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't actually have to win. 
But it was a it was a good show. Oh, and the one I only had having Aries holding the title, not Sonata, during the title match for that title. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> oh, nobody ever said they were bright on the production team at TNA. <laughs> and that Bobby Lashley hype video was pretty good too. <laughs> well, that's the beautiful part about having MVP. You know, if if he has to be injured, having him as the mouthpiece of Bobby Lashley, and that, that fr- quite frankly is uh, probably the best in the situation to have. You have mm-hmm. a guy who looks physically intimidating, so it plays the part of a champion well. I think Bobby Lashley fits the shoe really nicely for that. Mm-hmm. His pro, but his promo skills are, you know, they're lacking. They're not terrible. I mean, he could say a couple lines and could be convincing, but to have a dynamo in MVP, it it elevates. I think the, just the group in general, you know, and yeah. having the little bully guy and, uh, you know, uh, Kenny King, who hasn't really been utilized a lot lately, but still very well could be. I mean, I, I'm going to get I, killed for this literally by Brock Lesnar, but at least he doesn't sound like a teenage girl like Brock Lesnar does when he starts shouting. <laughs> Brock oh, Lesnar's man. voice is just so wrong <laughs> he's it's it's like mike tyson man you got this really intimidating looking human being who could very easily and obviously kick your ass and then i'm gonna use children and, and then i'm gonna use children, children. <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> it's worse for tyson because he has a lisp <laughs> <laughs> It's like you ever watch those old cartoons where they like switch the switch the personalities of the, of the two characters. That's what happens. At, the voices. That's what happened with that's what yeah exactly. That's what happened with Tyson and Lesnar. Is <laughs> <laughs> they got switched with like some little kid. <laughs> yeah. This kid is like physically intimidating, except he still sounds like a little kid. You know. Mike Tyson literally ate a child and absorbed their soul. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's awkward. I, I didn't want to get involved. <laughs> I'll let Mark uh, touch children and stuff. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say not as awkward as Seth Rollins giving Rufio a facial. <laughs> but that also comes under touching kids, I guess. <laughs> Which is a very charming GIF in the review. <laughs> uh, they even stuck in an Abraham Washington joke this week. Oh. <laughs> Never forget that beautiful man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's unstoppable like Kobe Bryant in a Colorado <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> <sighs> Good times. Did you watch NXT this week, anybody? I did. I didn't watch it myself, but I heard it wasn't as good this week. I don't remember I much of it. I was that. <laughs> I, at the time I was trying to like get ready to go outside with my kid. So we could go swimming and so I had to wash towels and shit and I'm like going back and forth from the basement to upstairs and like you know, so I was watching it, but I was only half watching it. 
but uh, half watching it. So like one eye was closed and the other one was on the TV type of thing. One, one eye's in the basement looking at the wash machine. The other one's upstairs in the living room watching the TV. <laughs> I guess I don't. This is what bugs no. me. This this is well, you, you guys. Um, it was a good episode. So that's that's a shame. This, um, Mark, you should go back and watch the main event. This is what bugs else. me about the main event. Okay, like Natalia gets knocked off the ring apron, and Sami Zayn is like really concerned and Tyson Kidd's like yeah okay okay, go be concerned and then he rolls him up and he pins him and everybody's like all up in arms like well he just sacrificed his wife so he could win this match like wait a minute does nobody else besides Tyson Kidd remember that Natalia's a fucking wrestler and takes bumps like that for a living well yeah. I, I had it pretty good when he celebrated on the ramp then went oh shit she's still down there and ran back for her <laughs> that's the thing that's, you, were, you weren't fully paying attention like you said I was. Um, he gestured toward him as like, "Wait, hold up! I'm gonna go check on my wife." And no, no, no! Ben I saw Sam, that. Then Sammy Zane backed up. Kid started going out to check first. And Sammy Zane started to follow. Yeah, because he was concerned. That's how it went down. It wasn't that the way you explained it, and that that's why it was this lazy move. It's because Zane actually did the face thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, go check on your wife. Right, right, right. And a lot of people okay. on the internet, I, I read the same stuff. We read it about at the beginning. I'm not getting back into that. But <laughs> that's they obviously clearly missed that. That was the one little attention to detail moment. That if you didn't pick up on it, you missed the whole point of that segment. Shrugs. Fair enough. Mike. Fair enough. <laughs> no, fair enough. You're, you're, you're <laughs> and right. It was a great match, too. It was really good. These guys, I want to see the, the next one because they're going to, they got a program going. And. You have like four technically sound wrestlers doing good work. Mm-hmm. So this is good for everybody. It's again why NXT is the show to watch. Um, the Summary Bailey match was all right. Mm-hmm. You know, Summary, she's going out. She's going to be the number one contender for the uh, the women's championship. So they got that dissension with the the heels and and whatnot. So that's fine. I don't mind that. They let them actually wrestle on NXT, so their matches are okay. You know, but I, I, I think the one thing that disappointed me about NXT, it wasn't that it was terrible, it was just unfortunate. Is they actually brought back Xavier Woods looking like a normal, respectable, you know, wrestler, not this goofball character they'd have been booking him as. He's in a suit. He's coming out to talk to El Hippie, you know, CJ mm-hmm. Parker, yeah, who does look like a fool and an idiot, even though his gimmick kind of is supposed to be that. I right. But they they have they have Xavier Woods cut a very serious promo against it, but you know the way he was treated the previous week, and then he gets punked out by C.J. Parker. I didn't like that. I, I I really hope that if if they're moving forward with this, they continue to keep Xavier Woods as a serious character, and have him take down C.J. Parker, because I I I want to see Xavier Woods su- succeed. But the way they they've handled him, you know, coming out of his background in TNA, former champion and all. It's fucking annoying, man. <laughs> I don't know if what you guys thought on it. Go ahead. Basically, they went black man with an afro. Let's make him dance. Yeah, it, it's blatant racism. It's what it is for sure. Especially it, because he's going for a PhD. He's a dignified, smart, well-rounded man. Yep. I don't think black man in a university, massive dancer. <laughs> I if I if I gonna speculate about what he's thinking is I'm just gonna take the payday get my degree and I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge 
Yeah, yeah I do wonder what's going to happen when he gets that degree. I wouldn't blame him the slightest. probably make way more with the degree. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to give him a legitimate shot at like doing some things of significance in wrestling, he can say, hey, I, you know, I did hold some titles in one promotion. I got out of my dream. I got paid well in the WWE. And hey, look at this piece of paper. Now I can move on with my life and say that I did this and enjoy the rest of it without taking bumps. Mm-hmm. Especially taking bumps to big white guys that aren't really over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucks, he can be though. a multi-millionaire, own WWE, and make Vince McMahon dance. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I dig the CJ Parker character. <laughs> I don't mind about the character. I just don't like the handling of the Xavier Woods. Kind no, of... no, no, and I, I agree with you. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. But he came out, he said his piece, you know, and he got he got attacked from behind, though. And that's, like, supposed to set up the program. That's what that's supposed to do. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're, true. you're supposed to be like, oh, shit, Xavier Woods just got, you know, screwed over or whatever, you know? <laughs> then he comes back, and they have their program, and Xavier Woods eventually ends up on top and, and you know, beats C.J. Parker. I hope so. gets his I revenge. I want to see them reinvent this guy and give him a legitimate shot at something. Yeah. Just yeah, cause too, like, too bad they're going to have a hair versus hair match, probably. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, you know, that's, that's the shitty thing is you're pro- probably kind of right, dude. Yeah. It's, it's just a, it's just unfortunate. It really is. Like, I know, you know, it's it's easy to, like, sit at home and watch and complain about this stuff, but when it, it's become so blatant after the last, especially the last little while, it's not like racism never existed in, in the WWE before. I mean, anyone who tries to, you know, sell you on that, it really hasn't done their homework. Um, Ian, they well, don't just... have to be in the industry to look at the characters that are presented and how they're presented. That That's kind of case in point in itself. It just this, sucks uh... because... It's, this isn't like some guy coming out of you know nowhere. It's just a guy who was brilliant in TNA. Yes, absolutely. That's what irritates me the most is that that company would put this guy over. Yeah. That that company has no problems with portraying people that aren't you know cookie cutter white. But they made him As, Apollo Creed. Just, Come on. <laughs> they, they did make some. They, yeah. They did. They've had the Russo moments, of course, because they've had the Russo. Well, well yeah, it's true. Kind of has fun. Yeah, but I mean, they, no one's well, complaining. They got Sandow dressing up like every white man in existence. Yeah, but is if it, it's all in the name of fun, then but fair enough. Th- but sometimes with the black people, it does seem institutionalized. Yeah, it, and it because it's playing off of racial stereotypes, whereas Sandow is not. There is no racial stereotype of white people pretending to be, a, you know, famous celebrities and other people every week. That's not a racial stereotype. Unless unless it's supposed to be like something I'm completely unaware of. No, no, it's not it's not really racist in any way. I'm just saying they they have fun with other people as well. One of their things is we'll lump you with shit and see how you do with it. Oh yeah, there's no argument. That's pretty much how Fandango started. Yeah, there are there are guys that get saddled with shit gimmicks, but I mean it's like it's it's the one it's when it's the ones that are always happen to be you know every, every black wrestler seems to have a dancing gimmick almost you know and, and that they, the fucking matadors aren't even Spanish yeah and they, 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 Camacho is not even Mexican <laughs> yeah right he's Tongan his father is fucking Haku anyway <laughs> uh but but the thing like uh, I just lost my train of thought uh, the black guys are either they're either dancers or they're criminals. Or dancing criminals like Prime Time. <laughs> exactly. 
money, money, yeah, yeah. Or the dogs. Hurrah, 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 hurrah. But that one is understandable because that's his. Oh, I know that's his college or something. Yeah. yeah, no, I know that. I, mean, I I hate it, but I understand it now. <laughs> it but it was was it SmackDown or Raw where they they teamed up Heath Slater and yeah, it was it was it was SmackDown. Said they were bragging that they dumped their former partners. <laughs> Slater's were fired and his is injured. Yeah. Well, they had broken up before the injury, but still. <laughs> yeah. Still. <laughs> uh, I miss Drew McIntyre. They're, uh, I guess him and, uh, and, and Jinder Mahal are taking bookings together. <laughs> so you can get two of 3MB on your show. Speaking of shows, there was a local show the other night. I didn't go. But uh, I actually didn't know about it till the last minute. And I'm looking at the uh, lineup, right? And they had uh, Stevie Richards was on it. They had Brutus Barber, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake doing a barber shop with special guest Marty Jannetty. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other names I saw listed as on as being on this card was Doink the Clown. And the first thing I first thing I said was, "Okay, that's fucking bullshit. That gimmick should be over, like done. Like nobody should be doing that gimmick anymore." I, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, like, I was laughing at Jannetty and Beefcake because they're old and washed up, but be cool. Yeah. Doink is dead. Be cool. Exactly. exactly. Why? Are you, how are you going to book yourself as Doink the Clown, man? That's not cool. Like, There's a lot of oh, guys. spits in the faces of people who are not cool. <laughs> there's a lot of guys out there who do, like, Knockoffs of famous gimmicks. I mean, and, and yeah, there's a there's a shield gimmick called Riot Control. I've seen that, and there's also a bunch of Ultimate Warrior gimmicks. And the shield gimmick, okay, whatever. Yeah, they're you know you're knocking off something that's currently going on. That's whatever, fine. I don't care. But my problem, you know, there's a lot of guys out there doing the Warrior gimmick, including a local guy uh, who goes by the name of Primal Warpath. He does the he paints his face up like the Ultimate Warrior. He comes out. He comes out of different music, but he still does all the Warrior mannerisms and all that other shit. You know what I mean? And that bugs me. It, it's cool for a one-night tribute. Like, um, who was it? Matt Morgan did one as a one-night tribute. That's okay, but don't make it your full gimmick. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh, like Punk dressing up as Macho Man the one night. is, is it, That's a tribute. But the fact of the matter yeah. is this, this guy's been doing this gimmick for a while. There's this Primal Warpath guy, and there's another guy out there, One Warrior Nation, that does the same exact gimmick. And I, I think he might actually come out to the Warrior music, too. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, like, okay, these are tribute gimmicks. This guy who worked in Jamestown the other night is flat out calling himself Doink the Clown. How are you going to book yourself as a guy who died six months ago? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Maybe maybe the Doink gimmick's just out there for the taking. Uh, what do I know? I'm just a guy on, a, on the fucking internet, right? <laughs> I don't know. Unless it's one of the old doinks, because there was more than one doink. Steve Karen and uh, 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 Lombardi. Unless they're also dead. They both work for WWE, and then there was one other guy that was doing it. I don't know if it was... uh, It could have been that guy. Who knows? (laughs) But this was, uh, I guess, like a bunch of Chikara guys, and they were doing like this this show (laughs) where it was like this galactic force wrestling or something like that, and they're all, you know, 
space I, characters I don't know or something. How? I but I just imagined Kali doing a tribute to Dunk the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit! There's more than one GFW now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, like I said, I didn't, uh, I didn't pay much attention to it. I just caught the, you know, somebody mentioned it to me on the bus the other day, and I happened to look at, I look at the card, and I'm like, well, what the fuck, man? Doink! <laughs> like that kind of pisses me off a little bit. By the way, G, I love the uh, LeBron stabbing the uh, Miami Heat in the back <laughs> on your on your SmackDown review. Yeah, that one. There's there's a couple versions of it floating around. There's one that's not animated, Jeff. <clears throat> this one's way better. Just the way Bosch's face reacts is perfect. <laughs> it's you know came out came down to the big announcement number two, nice and quiet the same day that SmackDown came out and was aired, I should say. LeBron James going back to Cleveland, which is, you know, big sports news, I guess. It's kind of hard to avoid if you have any, you know, clue. You're not living in a cave. This guy is very, very polarizing. So the Cleveland Canadians now have LeBron, which is unfortunate because I hate LeBron James because of the announcement. But I'm not going to go on a rant about that because that's not the show's topic and premise. But <laughs> no, the- and, and if you want my opinion, I put it on Facebook a couple of days ago. <laughs> Yay, LeBron's back after he publicly went on TV and said he was leaving four years ago. Whatever. <laughs> oh. JT. Hey. Hi. I didn't know I was off. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. I was trying to say something. I was trying to say, I was trying to say I'm fucking sick of the LeBron shit. Let's let's get off. Let's get on to something okay. else. Okay. No, no, no problem, man. No problem. <laughs> no problem. We'll maybe we'll try and get uh, Gary on to talk about Battleground next week, and we'll talk LeBron. Talk Cleveland sports with him. <laughs> That's been my whole news feed the last two days. It's like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> my whole news feed is so and so posted in the flock. <laughs> like, oh, shut up. Again, change your settings. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I only get notifications when one of you guys posts in the vlog, so I just get odd ones saying, gee, you did something. That's the thing, is like, it's oh, it's always somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook posting in the flock that I get the notifications, but that's neither here nor uh, there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one I have as well, but I'm only friends with you guys on there. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so what happened on SmackDown? Anything interesting? I kind of watched. Well, look, Chris Bosh, or wait, is that Dwayne Wade taking a shit in the Shields pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the death, the death beer of that codeine. <laughs> uh, what 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 happened on SmackDown? Anything good? Well, it was in the home capital of Canada, Ottawa. So I guess it was Bizarro Land or whatever. Um, nah, you know, it was it was exactly what I expected it to be, though. It was SmackDown in between weeks before a pay-per-view. So overall, you got not a couple non-title matches, so therefore skip. AJ and Cameron, great, awesome, fast-forward. Uh, what else do we have? We had more fast-forwarding, Fandango and Adam Rose. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Fan- yeah, I, I think, I, well, yeah, that's what I called it. When dancing gimmicks collide. Didn't, awesome. like, uh, didn't like 
Summer Rae and Layla both leave Fandango. Yeah, they were taking out or something. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, the crowd got into that. Um, that that I guess is the new thing going forward is they're friends or pals and they were like teasing I guess like an ignorant kiss at a, a house show over the weekend apparently we saw a photo of that we'll find out where they go with that I guess on Raw yeah we had uh, Jericho doing a little commentary but nothing super long but he said he was going to get a face one of his favorite opponents in Randall Keith Orton that match actually was good you know I'll give Randy uh, credit um, but I'll give more credit to Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the, you know, the Heath Slater, Titus O'Neil thing you guys were talking about, non-title match, hooray. Um, and spoiler alert, people, the Shockmaster is going to be on the WWE cover, WWE 2K15. I would totally buy that cover over the John Cena cover any day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'd really hope they put someone else on the inside. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about it last week, switching last year's cover to the, to the Daniel Bryan cover before we even get home. <laughs> just, just to piss everyone off, it'll be Daniel Bryan in the neck brace looking sad. <laughs> yeah. And we got uh, Tyson Kidd riding a boss stretch. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure that happened. It's not the best Photoshop in the world, but... You know, I, I'm trying, people, I'm trying. I'm surprised you didn't go with the bow stretch. God, I love the bow stretch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm not doing a bow stretch. You can do the bow stretch, Mark. I'm doing the bow stretch because he looks like one. <laughs> you got Curtis Axel and Gold Dust uh, squaring off. Like, I don't know. Please tell me what Ken Raper's finishing move was. Yeah. I, I think his finishing move is probably pretty solid. PG, <laughs> PG kids, PG. Can't make it up, dudes. <laughs> uh, then we had, what was it? A handicap match with Bo Dallas and Diego and, and uh, Doritos. And that was great. Um, no, it wasn't. And then Roman Reigns and Rusev. So, you know, I guess if you like the big men match. You got that. I don't really get into those. Um, so I went back and pirated the network and watched some uh, classic Ken Raper matches. <laughs> There's a picture of him in a Jason X mask holding an axe. <laughs> I decided to look him up and that's one thing I found. <laughs> <sighs> Well, of course, the Roman Reigns and Rusev match ended the DQ because you can't end Rusev's winning streak. Yeah, that, that's what I went in with that match was. Well, how's this going to end? Uh, that's that's how I was clean. looking at it too because you know they're you know they're not going to have Rusev lose, but they're not going to have Reigns Swagger's lose either. Want to take that streak? Huh? Jack Swagger's going to be the one to take that streak. I hope so. That would make sense with a taser from Zeb <laughs> Coulter. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I did also hear chance of Russia sucks during that match. Let me, let me ask you this. Why is it that just now, WrestleMania happened like three months ago. Why is it that just now people are putting out these Kevin Nash memes? <laughs> <laughs> just now. Oh, you, you broke a streak? That's cute. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That happened three months ago. Paul Heyman won't shut up about it. it, it internet fans are lazier than we think. 
<laughs> They're lazier than Kevin Nash. Maybe it was well, Kevin Nash making the meme. Uh-oh, well, he tore his quad. I just said he just tore his quad making the meme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys say we do a song break? Yeah, I guess so. Ken Raper didn't have a finishing move. And JT picked this week's song break. Yes, and it is a song. It's a band I saw a couple of months ago in concert, and they opened with this song, and it's by Avenged Sevenfold, and what's the name of the tour? Tour. It's called Shepherds of Fire, off their new record, Hail to the King. All right, well, here it is, and we'll see you guys in five minutes here on Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 134, Avenged Sevenfold.
All right, we're back on Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number 134. Yay, don't everybody sound so excited. <laughs> I know, right? Woo. Woo. Oh, boy. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. You know it. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to a concert, you know, from a national band. That's finally going to change on Tuesday. I'm going to see one of JT's favorites and mine. I'm going Who's to see that? Going to see Megadeth. Ah. It'll actually be my first time seeing Megadeth. And I, I got, like, see, I had to see, I got to see them better than you, because he, he, they just wheeled him off the stretcher after neck surgery. <laughs> he had a big guitar and he played for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually got the, uh, I actually, uh, I'm getting in for free, which is cool. That's, <laughs> uh, in, in the words of my good friend, Sean, uh, my favorite four letter F word, free. Uh, so anyway is G here? G's here nah he's just being quiet okay I just wanted to make sure no I I I wasn't sure initially when the song ended but I always put it on my stereo so I can hear from wherever I'm at when the show comes back because Joe says five minutes but it's never five minutes (laughs) I never know when the the song's five and a half minutes, but you can you could cut it off. You could you could cut it off anywhere in the last forty five seconds. It was just all yeah music. So <laughs> I, I understand. Well, yeah. you know, I I left the room and I went and I I grabbed an ice cream bar and I ate that. That's and, the that's the point of the song break, right? I, yeah. I'm off doing what I need to do. Grab a drink. Exactly. You know, get the orange juice refill, yo. Murder juice. <laughs> 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 Rolling down the street. Smoking uh, endo. <laughs> Boy, uh, I, no I got no gin in there today, but maybe later. I was supposed to go to the Stampede uh, today and do our annual uh, debauchery, but unfortunately that fell through, which ah. kind of bummed out. Yeah, yeah, well, it was just we we don't really go down to ride the rides or anything like that. We go down to uh, just hang out with our old buddies and kind of pretend it's like a giant bar and enjoy the the nice scantily clad women and go see a free band. You know, there's just that's the I think the one thing that bumps me out is that I just wanted to see my pals and that, uh, that most of them had to work, which kind of sucks. And the yeah. other one just got in from a long road trip and he's just like, "I'm bagged, dude. I'm sorry." So it's like, all right, whatever. We'll go get drunk at a pub another day. <laughs> but it's a shame because uh, are you guys familiar with Billy Talent, the yes. band? Yes. They would have been the free concert tonight. Huh. I was actually looking forward to that. I like that band. Oh well. I guess being oh. being in TNA gets you to be able to do sort of cool stuff. Eric Young tweeted: "Super pumped and honored to be speaking at the At Preds NHL Prospect Camp. What a huge honor!" Because that's what I want to do with my time is speak to the Nashville Predators training camp. <laughs> the Preds are actually looking pretty good for next season, to be honest with you. Yeah. They have uh, they need three things to have a good hockey team. You need to have a really good goaltender, number one. Most important thing, really good goaltender. Number two, you need to have a bona fide top-level li- uh, defense player. Guaranteed you must have that. And you need a very good center. I don't know if the center equation is totally solved or not. We'll find out what they do with James Neal. James Neal is basically like the new jack of hockey. Very cheap shot, artist-oriented, and he'll slash the fuck out of you given the opportunity. Yeah. 
I think I just came up with the perfect metaphor on the spot for James Neal. I, I think yeah, I think you might have. Nice. <laughs> so uh, Eric, Eric Young, you know, is actually a massive hockey fan. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of cool. I figured if we uh, had no BHF, oh, he, he's Ice, Canadian. We have a wrestling connection, and there you go. Well, somebody just said it's because he's Canadian that he likes hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I don't know any Americans that like, like hockey at all. Right, Joe? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you any. Uh, I, I really have no idea of any Americans that like hockey. Yep. A Syracuse Crunch, right? Right, GT? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, one of those guys actually went pretty high in the draft this year. You have some good players over there, but JT wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to games, man. Anyway, let's move on. This isn't a hockey I've, podcast. I, I've been to one. I might go to a second one because they're having they're having they're gonna have a an um a game in, inside the Carrier Dome, which is where the the basketball, the orange basketball and football teams play. So they're probably gonna have like fifty thousand people. Oh, that'd be fun. A nice lively atmosphere. Do you know who they're playing by chance? Oh shoot! I've... No, they're advertising it, but here I'll look. I'll look it up. All right, well, hit me up. There's you guys. You know, they actually have a good club. I uh, I didn't take the time initially, but over the last year, I've been kind of looking more into the minors because there's there's a lot of good players coming up, especially out of the East Coast division. So, of course, we got uh, Johnny Hockey in the big draft coming up next year. Um, it is whoever the comments are. Let's see. It says comments. It does. I can't couldn't see the name. Let's see. Utica Comets. That's who they're playing. Well, anyway. I, don't, I don't know this well. I won't yeah, they're it. they're a new they're a new team. They're a newer they're a newer uh, AHL team. They've they're only like two seasons, second or third season. Oh, that explains it. All right. <laughs> if they're only two under, they're they're an AHL affiliate of somebody. I'm sure though they they probably have some pretty decent players on their roster. Cool, man. Well, you check that out. Let me know how it goes. That's 50,000 people. That's a fucking pretty big crowd for a hockey game. That yes, cool it is. Well, that, that's probably, that's what it can fit. I'm not saying it's how many, because when they had the one at the state fairgrounds, it drew 22,000, I think is what it drew. And that's pretty good, you know, for, for that, because that venue's only, for a concert, it only fits 17, so. But, oh, okay. yeah. The um, if it it, it, it could do fifty thousand. I'm not saying it's gonna do fifty thousand, but they might not open it, it, the entire dome up. Like when when WWE play, plays plays has shows in the dome, they only they only keep the basketball side. They they only open half of the basketball court side. So instead of thirty thousand, you get fifteen thousand. So I have to well, wait and see. You better you better hope uh, Utica doesn't lose because they are the affiliate of the Vancouver Canucks. You know what happens when Canucks lose games? <laughs> <laughs> they crunch something. Oh, they riot. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Axel. No, oh, actually, I'm that was Montreal. Route. That was Montreal. No, he's actually referring to Canucks fans. <laughs> well, they riot in Montreal as well. They how they riot when they win in Montreal. I know sometimes. that's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Yes, they, I, I seen I seen one year they rioted like they they won like the second round of the playoffs or something. And it's like um you're not even in the fucking finals yet. What are you idiots doing? They need the Iron Sheik to stop. <laughs> nice segue. 
The Monday, Bubba. Josh McRoberts, you dumb son of a bitch, I break your fucking white leg jabroni. Quiet Wyatt, what the fuck, Bubba? Tuesday. Piece of shit jabroni if you fuck with me. Prince Fielder, you fat fucking cheeseburger fuck face, I beat the fuck out of you, break your fat fucking neck and black crouton dick. <laughs> Brazil, what the fuck, you think you play worse than 5,000 dead dogs, go fuck yourself forever. The Spice Girls play better than the fucking Jabroni Brazil. <laughs> Germany fucked the Brazil in the ass. You that's guys true, though. Oh, guys. Oh, yeah, no, I, uh, that's true. They got totally got ass fucked. Yeah. yeah. What, Wednesday. Donald Sterling, you are dead. You are dead pick. I hope you choke on dead dog balls forever. You are no good piece of shit, motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Argentina give Netherlands the, du- the Dutch oven. <laughs> Justin Bieber, I eat, I eat the eggs and then beat the fuck out of you and your father. No good piece of shit, Jabroni. Thursday, Lebroni, what you do cup... Lebroni, what you do cupcake tits. <laughs> Gerald Wallace, you are the most intelligent Jew in the world. Champion, never take a fucking day off to eat the cheeseburger. <laughs> Friday, I'm a, hashtag, I'm a hashtag. We ha- we all have that friend that can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Chris Bosch, you dumb son of a bitch, you fucking eat shit and look like dead dog horror with the tic-tac dick, go fuck yourself forever, jabroni. Jeremy Lin to the Lakers, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Saturday. Love the Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong. I was reading the title. Saturday. Vince Carter, you have smarter dick than that poppy seed, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Spice World, better movie than The Notebook. <laughs> And this morning he tweeted out, World Cup or World Cup of dog shit. <laughs> and finally, good night, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, gotta love the Iron Cheek. And our news, of course, shout outs to CheapHeat.com and AngryMarks.com, which are great sources for wrestling news. And of course, Alice at RWRPodcast.com. Of course, our boys over at Booker Tees. Go on Facebook. Tell them you want the Brack Lesnar t-shirt so that I can get one finally. <laughs> or check them out on Twitter at Booker Tees, T-E-E-S, Facebook.com slash Booker Tees as well. Uh, Santino Morella announced his in-ring retirement at Sunday's WWE Live event in Toronto. Uh, Morella stunned the live crowd by saying he has suffered a third neck injury, and because of it, his in-ring career is over. Uh, he was backstage at TV tapings this week and part of charity appearances for WWE on Monday and Tuesday. Shannon Moore is retiring from taking bumps. Quote, thanks to all that have supported me over the last 20 plus years. Much love to the fans. Keep supporting the guys. And he has a picture of some sort that I haven't looked at. but I'm sure it's probably nothing interesting enough to describe on the show. It's three count. It's three count with Tank Abbott. <laughs> Jack Swagger wasn't allowed at Raw. Anybody want to take a guess why? <laughs> Not because he got high. Yes, because he got high. Because he, got, he high. got high. Because he got high. <laughs> yes, he's not allowed into Canada due to his DWI, his DUI rather. 
Uh, Jim Ross, on the new Tough Enough being delayed, says, WWE has postponed the taping of Tough Enough, according to Internet Reports, from October uh, or until October from July. This had an impact on some projects Steve Austin and I were going to do together, which is unfortunate. Nonetheless, we will circle our wagons and release more info when it's timely. Also, JR says, multiple mentions that John Cena is the greatest WWE world champion. Doesn't help John. Does him no favors. Feels forced. He'd agree. Lance, there you go. Lance Storm. Gee, you're not the only Canadian that loves NXT. Lance Storm, says, Lance Storm says, one of the best things about NXT, the announcers actually talk about the people in the match. Everything feels so much more important. Yeah. Talking about the people in the match on a wrestling show, <laughs> I don't put buttons in seats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, one of these days, I'm just going to go through the old Raws, and I'm going to get some sound clips of Vince McMahon on commentary, just saying wacky shit, like, whoop, there it is! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Roman Reigns ponders the Shield's demise. He says, I could have really seen the Shield closing down every single show for the next three years. I think we had that ability and that we were that hot. I think it's an understatement that the vast majority of the fans love the Shield, but we didn't have too many opponents left to face. Possibly the Wyatts, but you can't really go above Evolution, especially after beating them twice between myself, Dean, and Seth. We're doing the exact same thing the Shield was doing, but we're doing it on our own now. All by myself. <laughs> uh, the brawl between Naomi and Cameron on Raw was the official end of the Funkadactyls. G this says... just in. Fucks given are being reported to be at an all-time high. Brock Lesnar's title reign when he wins the WWE World Heavyweight title could last all the way till WrestleMania 31 next year. Daniel Bryan... Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about this one because it's okay. only 117. Do you guys, do you guys think they could sustain do, at this point? Like, if you, we talked a little bit about it in other shows. But, uh, I'm not sure if we talked to JT about it. Do you guys, do, what, where you think, where, where your heads at? If, do you think you could deal with the champ only being on maybe once a month? Go back to the uh, the olden days, the well, uh, 80s era. I booking. mean, wasn't wasn't that the problem with Daniel Bryan? Is Daniel Bryan can't defend the title? We're gonna have to strip him of the title because we need somebody to defend the title on every show. Once a month, at least once a month. And well, but I'd be okay with that if Brock Lesnar were to win the title at uh, SummerSlam, right? Okay, then he defends it in he defends it again, he defends it September, October, November at Survivor Series, December at TLC, January at Royal Rumble. Maybe not even at the elimination chamber if he doesn't feel like it in February, and then you have him wrestle. For, you have him defend the title at uh, wrestle at WrestleMania. But the problem with giving Brock Lesnar the title is you can't take it off Brock Lesnar until WrestleMania. It doesn't make any sense uh, if you're trying to get somebody over using his uh, ending of the Undertaker's streak. Mm -hmm. That's that's the way I see it. I I don't know uh, if anybody else would agree with me, but that's you know. That's where I'm looking at it from. Okay. They kind of did it with The Rock, but it, it didn't last that long. It was only a few months that he had it. Right. Yeah, but doesn't like Brock have like five appearances like a year? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's correct. <laughs> and and that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up, JT. Now, that's part of his current contract. <clears throat> you can always throw more money at him, though. You can always throw more money at him. Exactly. But here's the catch-22 is... They're already paying him $5 million. This company is trying to cut a lot of money. You could do this. And if you're okay with this, 
would you be willing to accept the fact that it also means probably not going to have the same quality of product to be able to pay him enough money to basically show up once a month? It's a dilemma. I think I can deal with it maybe if they just stop with the big men fetishes and let guys wrestle that are good and stop wrestling the same shit every week and actually diversify the show a little more with uh, some more independent guys that they have in NXT and not to make them look like idiots. I think it's possible that it could be done and make Brock Lesnar and the title and the Undertaker streak mean that much more. I think it's doable. I don't know if I'm sold on it. Continue. Thoughts? Anybody? Well, it's definitely possible. I mean, he can always just make an appearance at this show itself and just have Heyman hype him up and that will cut down on his appearances. Yeah, Heyman as a mouthpiece could certainly keep the thing going. Uh, he, He can show up to, like, the... Raw and stuff with the title and be like, my, you know, I'm holding it for him, and he's you know, that that you know. He he cut a promo on the big screen where he pretended that Lesnar was stood next to him off camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can do it, yeah, and, and, and they, ha- they if have they have to want to, the then they will. And they they have they have to be firm on this, I think, by September. Yeah. Because we know that's the big renewal date for this is for the network. That's a big pay per view for them. It has to be a big pay per view for I mean, them. Yeah, I, I have heard rumblings that they're putting, they're holding stuff off from SummerSlam just to put it there instead, mm-hmm. and have SummerSlam become almost a B plus show. <laughs> well, it kind of is by default if you look at it from a monetary standpoint. Because the majority of the people who are going to watch it already have, already have paid for it. Well, I think they can just move SummerSlam to the August pay-per-view. It's still summer. All the network people already paid for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, you figure WWE Network launched February 24th, so the renewal date for most people... And, and I think it's actually a week past that because of the free trial that they did in the, in the beginning. So... You figure the renewal date is going to end up being somewhere in early September. Yes. Or, uh, it's August 31st, September 1st, somewhere right around there. Okay, so the renewal date is right around there for a majority of people. So, SummerSlam, everybody's already paid for SummerSlam. That's right. And a lot of them are going to watch it. The people are enjoying their last week. So something big kind of needs to happen at SummerSlam to yeah. get them to tune in on Monday to be able to find out why they should re-up. Exactly. So it's a very interesting point, pay-per-view, in the sense that it's not really going to generate a lot of money initially, but has the potential, you know, obviously to get the, the renewal subscriptions. Now, let's say the renewal costs $12 a month. Would that change your, your mind on renewing? If Brock Lesnar's the champion and things, uh, let's throw some other random things in there that look interesting. One of them being, of course, Chris Jericho, we know is supposed to be there until the end of September, so he will probably be involved in some angle going into that pay-per-view as well. I think the biggest factor for me right now is regardless of if the price increases, I cannot order WWE pay-per-views because I'm under contract to a service that does not carry WWE pay-per-views for my television provider, and that's DirecTV. And I'm mm-hmm. stuck with I'm I'm under contract with them for at least I think another year. 
And I'm thinking of getting rid of them and anyway and paying the termination fee or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, I can't get the pay-per-views anyway. The only way I'm going to be able to watch these pay-per-views is either watch them on the network or steal. <laughs> All right, and, 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 and I know, like, uh, you know, I, I know that's an option. And I, I, I know you can get a good quality, uh, you know, download to watch the pay-per-view the next day that night you know what I mean if you don't want to stream it and worry about the streams but the fact of the matter is the WWE Network for me is just convenient I hook my computer up I sit down I can watch all this shit live as it happens not worried about if it's going to go down well I, I guess convenience is the true cure for piracy yeah it's why I pay for Netflix exactly it's it's convenient <laughs> it's convenient and I, and I know JT is going to say something about the network not going down during a pay-per-view because he had that issue watching uh the uh, the last pay per view, and well, yeah, but it's it only went down once. Like I said, it was I, I the the, the pay per view is the funny thing. The funny thing is the only thing I've gotten to work really the most flawless on the network have been the pay per views. You know, I yeah they, they've had issues where it crashed, but you know you, you 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 shut it down and start it back up and it works fine. So yeah, I mean that being said, I will not watch live content on the WWE Network on my Xbox. It's fucking terrible. I always hook my computer up and I watch it that way. And I'm, I'm thinking of getting one of those Roku devices because I hear it works really well for the WWE yeah. Network. Now I've heard it the same. So you're you're pretty much a lock almost by default because you're a cable provider. I understand that. And which, I'm a New York fan. And, and which which we've talked about before. We've talked about this before when DirecTV and Dish Network both decided, hey, we're not going to carry WWE pay-per-views anymore. We talked about this possibly being a factor in getting people to sign up for the network. Absolutely, and it's it's just that it, it's come to now a very interesting crossroads, considering the financials as, as well as the belt, and yeah. the, the situation with with Lesnar. Like here, here I want to throw this one at JT because I know you said he really is, really doesn't plan on renewing. Let's say they do go the Lesnar route, you you can get the pay per view, pretty much guaranteeing a match with Lesnar against somebody every month for more or less the same price. Would that? be enough for you to care enough to renew JT or is it nah fuck it nah fuck it I just I, 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 I'm not too I was never a Brock Lesnar guy anyway so why I, why putting on him putting it on him is it gonna do any do anything just gonna, just gonna say you know I'm just, I just I was never it was someone I never liked so you have okay. to also realize as, as you asked JT this question that JT is not a not a current fan. JT does not watch the current and the, product. And the thing is, when I signed up for the network, I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna be able to have. I don't have the time really to spend with it too. I don't have the time to sit and watch anything or watch any of the. And you know, even the old stuff, I don't have the time anymore. It's just, it's not. I'm basically taking the money and just handing it to WWE mindlessly. Well, and of course, when you did purchase your subscription you were looking at it from the point of view that it's the same cost as it would have been to get Wrestlemania standalone right yeah and that I mean I, I, I couldn't fault you in the slightest for that because because you're, you've kind of you know become more of the casual fan and I guess it's the nicest fairest way to describe your situation that's like the one show you're going to watch if you watch anything a year you know yeah and I, I didn't even watch it though either that was right. one one show I skipped, and the, that's the thing. And I, when I found out everything that happened on it, I was like, you know what? I just didn't. When I heard the street count, I'm like, well, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> it just 
burned me. I, I just didn't care. I didn't care. It didn't make me like, well, oh my goodness, I had to, I got to start watching again. It's just, what? It's just blah. You know? I, I think that was more of a what the fuck moment than anything else for, for a lot of people watching WrestleMania was, wait a minute, what the fuck just happened? You know? Um, but 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 like you said, you don't really have a lot of time to to invest in WWE Network and and to to watch the you know be able to watch all the content you would like to watch uh, and get your money's worth out of it. Me on the other hand, if I'm sitting at work and I've got nothing to do and my internet's actually working right for once, I can sit there and watch the old content and you know I watch NXT on the bus ride on the way to work on Thursdays usually and you know it's it's great for me. Because I'm actually a fan, and I actually have the time to invest in watching this stuff. So that, but you know, and, and a lot of people are going to be in JT's situation where they just don't have the time to watch it, and therefore it's not worth it for them. And understandably so. I mean, I, I can relate to JT. Both he and I, more or less, out of the year working two jobs, and right. there's other things you want to do with your time, not just watch wrestling. You know, exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. We got the NFL starting up here, and that'll take a chunk out of his Sunday, I would imagine, when he's not working. I got the NHL coming up; that'll take a chunk out of a lot of my nights. Yeah, you know, there'll also be something you know coming up in a little bit with uh, all the slew of of shows coming back from the the regular season that we all are fans of. In you know, not necessarily collectively, but you know, Simpsons and Family Guy and Walking Dead's and yep. all that jive. So I, I mean I look at it from, I look at it more from the same standpoint as JT in a lot of ways, in the sense that if it was available in Canada, I'm not sure if I would subscribe outside of the idea that I would be getting all the pay per views, and I mean all of them. But that brings up one other thing that I'm going to come back to it. We've talked about it in the past. It's still rumbling around. Some of the insiders have been talking about. And from a financial standpoint for the WWE, it makes a fucking lot of sense. Would you still subscribe to the network if you had to actually get, if you could, okay, theoretically, if you could, Joe, in your case, get WrestleMania as a pay-per-view? Because I think those carriers would, uh, they would provide that one show. Mm-hmm. based on the fact that it is profitable. Mm-hmm. Would well, you be willing to subscribe to the network if knowing I'm st- that you would have to pay for WrestleMania $60? If I'm still getting everything else I'm getting, which is access to the library, all the old pay-per-views, the ECWs, and the you know getting the Monday Night War show that's coming up in August, getting, you know... If if Legends House continued, and as long as I'm getting NXT, as long as I'm getting basically the same what I'm getting, then yeah, I probably would. Okay, that's a fair, that's a totally fair answer. Right? It's, this is something that we might come back to again in September, but when the cards were on the table, I think. Right, right. We're doing a lot of free market research for WWE. I, I honestly right don't now. think. I, I honestly don't think that the second six months would be where they would say, okay, now you have to start paying for the pay-per-views. I think once uh, Elimination Chamber comes up next year, in February, when the one year comes up, then, okay, we've showed you all 12 of these pay-per-views that we promised you, now you got to start paying for them again. I don't think that we'd get that this time around. I could be wrong, but I don't think we'll get that this time around. I think that, you know, everything from Night of Champions through... Uh, either Royal Rumble or Elimination Chamber, whichever one uh, would be the last one. Uh, 
then I, I think after you get those 12, then they might be like, okay, now you have to start paying for the pay-per-views again. It's possible. It is possible. A lot of things can change over the course of uh, this next little bit. We have... um. <clears throat> I don't recall if they're in the notes or not. We will have the subscription numbers coming out, I believe, at the end of, of July. And that will be made public in a, another conference call, and we'll see where they're actually at. And we're just going to have to wait a couple months to see where, where they're at after the subscription term ends. And I think we'll probably have a good idea from what we were watching on television in the build-ups to the pay-per-view where, where that actually lies before we get those numbers. Because if you think they were desperate this week on Raw, we might have not seen anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't know. Like, once we see Vince McMahon dancing in the aisle with a sign saying, please, please, subscribe, please, please, my family needs food. and like, I'm, I'm, wondering, like I'm, I'm wondering how many people are actually taking advantage of this free week. Because obviously I don't have to. I've had the, I've had the damn thing since February when it launched. Now, mm -hmm. I'm I'm wondering how many people actually took advantage of this free week. How many people actually maybe watched Legends House? Because I know they had a marathon on at some point and, and, and during the uh, free trial. I'm wondering how many people watched Legends House, how many people caught the free preview of uh, the Monday Night War, how many people watched NXT on Thursday, how many people have watched Main Event on Tuesday, and all the other stuff that they do, the countdown, the uh, WrestleMania Rewind or whatever, and they, you know... Other stuff that's in the vault, the old Raws, the Saturday night's main events, the leg the Legends of Wrestling show, you know, the you know the talk show that they do. Uh, I'm wondering how many people actually took advantage and went and checked out some of this stuff and are now maybe considering getting this. Like, well, wait a minute, if I could get the pay per view for free on Friday on on Sunday, you know, and I'm getting all this stuff, this might actually be worth ten bucks a month. Doesn't the subscription end before the pay per view? Uh, I think it's, it doesn't it end like tomorrow. Free the free trial, the free trial ends tomorrow. But that's what I'm saying is, there uh, people might be looking at this and like, okay, wait. So if I pay ten bucks a month, I get all this stuff I just saw over the past week, and I get all the pay per views. That you know, for me, that's worth it. I don't know about anybody else, you know, but it's been worth it to me since February. I, you know, still have a lot of content to watch. And whenever we're sitting at home and we can't find anything on Direct TV to watch, my wife says, "What's on the network?" And we'll flip on the WWE Network. We'll find something to watch. But that's my household, you know. I can't speak for everybody else, you know. Oh, no, that's perfectly fine. It's we're all going to have different answers to the, these questions and issues. Exactly. And but I, I'm I, I'm very curious though as to what the numbers were as far as people who are not subscribers already watching the network this week. And I don't know if we'll ever find that out. I, unless they're really, really, really high numbers, or or you know, production teams really, really high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get a. Did you know? Over eight billion people. Actually, it'll be more like over eighty billion people subscribe to the to the network. It's like, yeah, okay. Free <laughs> trial. All eighty billion. I I'm, I still can't believe the ninety percent satisfaction rate statistic. Like, no way. Like, who are they asking? <laughs> Well, let's see. There's Aurora. What's what's Triple H's middle daughter and younger yeah. daughter's names? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What are Shane's kids' names? Yeah. Is Shane even a subscriber? <laughs> <laughs> Is Shane like working in China so now? Like 
Shane can't get the network. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we're here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Daniel Bryan has now been written out of all storylines for the foreseeable future due to the fact that he's likely going to need a second surgery, this time on his shoulder. That sucks. That's terrible for the guy. The guy has, like, the biggest moment that anybody can have in a, in a pro wrestling career. And then just over the next, like, two months, it's all gone. You know, he, he, he has this big moment. WrestleMania wins the title. Gets married, you know, later on in the week. And his father passes away. Then he gets the news that he's got to get the neck surgery. And all this other shit happens. This poor guy. <laughs> he worked his ass off to get where he was, too. Oh, well. Despite the so-called leaked poster, there's a poster going around. If you haven't seen it, it's got The Rock, uh, Brock Lesnar, and uh, what's the other one? John Cena, probably, on this poster. Um, But uh, The Rock is unlikely to be available for WrestleMania because he'll be promoting the Fast and the Furious 7 around the same time when it's released to theaters. I I can confirm I now have the network. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I just joined the free trial. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, there are mixed reports on Adam Rose right now it's being taken as a bad sign that Rose wasn't on Raw this week because Kevin Dunn is not a fan but it's also being reported that he could take Santino Morella's slot as an undercard comedy wrestler with his retirement last weekend <laughs> oh god I wouldn't uh, be shocked I wouldn't be either. I I like Adam Rose, but uh, unfortunately, you know, I don't make the decision of if he's on TV or not. Yeah. It it is what it is. And if I was in Adam Rose's shoes, hey, you know what? Santino had a pretty lengthy career. He made it a nice chunk of money. Yeah. He he was supposedly a very good technical wrestler. Yeah. Um, and developmental, and Adam Rose is as well. Oh yeah. Adam Rose is like thirty four. I'd, I'd roll with it if that's what they give you. Just run with it completely. Like, uh-huh. Make yourself some money. You know it. Woo, woo, woo. So <laughs> it's over. Here's interesting stuff about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Sting tweeted a picture of himself in the old crow makeup with the caption 7 14 14 which is tomorrow. The obvious conclusion would be Raw, which makes it just as likely as he's uh, that he's messing with the internet and will announce a new book next week or something else unrelated to WWE. Uh, meanwhile, the Honky Tonk Man posted the same date, cryptically, because internet trolling. And Sid tweeted the same thing. Of course, we don't know for sure that this is Sid's account. No one seems to know. And he's been unavailable for comment as he is playing softball. <laughs> Literally uh, playing softball, like he's out there playing softball, like <laughs> like he's on the diamond. He's you know he could him. very well be. He's actually um, notorious for skipping events to go play softball. <laughs> if uh, I don't know if you do that or not, but uh, I did yeah, not know uh, that. That's news to me. It's a, it's a running joke about uh, Sid Vicious and his love for softball. <laughs> well, I don't know. We got we got three guys now tweeting. Just tomorrow's date. Do we want to speculate or do we want to just wait the 24 damn hours and find out what the fuck it's all about? Because the rumor I've heard is it's got something to do with WWE 2K15. 
Yeah, yeah the rumor I've heard is that Sting is in the game. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard as well. It's very likely to be the video game announcement. Well, there is one thing to seriously discuss from this. <clears throat> Which Sandow would you prefer, Sting the wrestler or Sting the musician? <laughs> Sting down. You know, I tweeted Sting when he first got on Twitter, and I said, "How the fuck did you get at Sting? Didn't the singer guy want it?" He says. Yeah, he replied, and I forget what the fuck he replied to me, but he, you know, he actually replied, you know, that because uh, I, I was surprised that it, he got the, you know, at Sting name. I don't know if I could find this tweet, but <laughs> e- either way, I'll I'll lose my shit and mark out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> Let's see how the I fuck I, I d- really have no idea what Sting would do in a ring capacity. I mean, the poor original plan has been out the window since the end of the streak, right? So I, but I wouldn't. I guess I, I wouldn't put it past them. If, if again, if if we do see something, going back to the D word, desperation. That 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 to me will be an indicator that uh, they are really, in, you know, going all in mode. Um, but I, 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 with you guys, I really do think it's the video game. It makes the most sense. And I, I, I don't know what's up Sid and Honky Tonk, but <laughs> made me chuckle. Yeah. Well when I when I um when I tweeted Sting asking him how he got at Sting as his Twitter handle, he replied, Friends in high places. Smiley face. Well, no, what what actually happened is that the other Sting chose the name official Sting and signed up two years before Sting the Wrestler. <laughs> so at Sting was always available. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> Although Wrestler Sting has he more followers than musician sting. I'm sure he does. Well, because the musician sting has about fans, twice as many. Because um, you, the music musician stings fans are so old they probably don't they don't know how the computer is. Hey, don't you be dissing sting now? love down the well. <laughs> oh, he's pretty probably he's probably right. That's the demographic of people yeah. using the internet. I mean, I, never, I, I, never I, I like the police. Is. Sure, you know, but it's not like they're in the here and now anymore. They haven't been there for a while. I don't know. Every time I think of Sting the singer, I think of that Simpsons episode where Bart gets trapped in the well. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mr. Sting, I've never seen Bart, but listen to any of your albums. (laughs) Marge, shut up. He's a good digger. Anyways, uh, the new dollar number that Vince McMahon is looking to cut from the WWE budget is, get this, $20 million. Twenty million. It's a lot of money. Remember the Brock Lesnar question: five million. That's mm-hmm. partly what you know. What's a big head scratcher? How they're going to cut that much without but letting some dudes go? They but, have uh, to keep Brock Lesnar because otherwise, him breaking the streak is pointless. Yeah, absolutely, they do, uh, and they still have him under contract for WrestleMania, regardless of whether they up for more events than what we talked about earlier. Right, they do I have him. I don't know on that one. Lesnar could come out and say, okay, I've beat the streak. I've literally done everything. This time I mean it. Fuck you all. He could. Well, then he's breached a contract. That's true. That's what I mean is they don't need to keep him because he broke the streak. They can. There's nothing else. You can happily retire on that achievement. Yeah, but he's there for the money, dude, not the achievements. Yeah, and, and he was there for the money in the first place. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He left the money. He's a mercenary, man. He's not. Well, he's not there to like. He doesn't care about us. 
Oh, speaking of money, he really is like that. <laughs> He'd probably work for TNA if they offered him enough. Yeah. Speaking of money, WWE talent are disgruntled about their low payouts from video game revenue. Uh, One thousand five hundred fifty-five dollar royalty checks down from eleven thousand seven hundred a year ago, and the fact that nobody has been paid yet for WrestleMania thirty. Wrestlers are also getting stiff fines now for not following the dress code and for showing up for call times even a minute late. It's not exactly a positive work environment at the moment. <laughs> Basically, they're taking every chance to dock their pay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Definitely. You can't afford a suit. Yeah. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> That's insane how much the video game uh, royalties are down. I guess we know why Mick Foley was so upset now. Yeah. That is, that's crazy. <laughs> they're I mean, getting like 10%. You can less, but still. They're getting like 10%. 10% yeah. of what they got last year. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but they've got like five Triple H's. So he probably gets five checks. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that that is another thing to consider that there's just so many guys on the roster in those games now that everyone's going to get less because there's more yeah, people but, to send it to. Yeah, but you're gonna you're, you're gonna get ten percent of what you made last year. That is uh, that's that's just ridiculous. I could I could see maybe a you know, uh, you know, ten percent less maybe, but not. 10% of that's, <laughs> well, that, that's, that's actually an interesting criticism I, I didn't buy the last two years games Joe you did yes. were there a significant larger roster size in last year's game I would say two, I would say 2k14 was far larger than WWE 13 um, and, and I know this year is going to be probably no different it's going to be huge especially being on the next gen systems now but the fact is like it, I don't you know I could see maybe half even you know what I mean? Like, like if you made eleven thousand dollars last year for being in the video game, I could see you making like five and a half, six thousand dollars. But but to drop to you know one and a half thousand dollars, that that that's just nuts. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'd be pissed too. It is also amazing that they've not been paid for WrestleMania thirty. Yeah, that's that's crazy too. <laughs> Oh, Monday Night Wars. We talked about this earlier. Oh, um, Go ahead. Sorry, I, I did actually make a news update. Um, just in between there. Uh, yeah, just, I see something about Punk. <clears throat> well, we talked about it earlier uh, on a previous show about them being able to, if they wanted to, extend Punk's contract to the estates like they did with Rey Mysterio. Uh, but at this point, it looks like nobody really wants to do it and it's in their best interest. And that makes sense because $20 million. Yeah. You know, and I guess for anyone who is, uh, cares, he's making an appearance at the AAP Music Awards on July 21st. Yep. His contract supposedly expires on the 17th, which would be this coming Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, on the same day they start showing all those uh, TNA impacts. Yeah. <laughs> New York City. Featuring CM Punk. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, CM, no. Right. CP Monk. PM PM Conk. <laughs> no, it'll be CP Monk. It'll be Necro Butcher in a in a, in a chipmunk costume. <laughs> yeah, he'll come out to what our true sold got crunk theme, but say got conk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monday Night Wars did not go up on the video on demand section of WWE Network after its debut last Friday night uh, or last night following Backstage Pass, uh, which may have been because of the free trial week or maybe because the show doesn't officially debut until August. And I, uh, I'll tell you, after WrestleMania, they showed an episode of uh, WWE Countdown. 
uh, which was uh, Infamous Gimmicks or something like that. And I missed it because we came in here, we came and we did the uh, post-WrestleMania podcast. I'm like, oh, it'll be up on demand. And it didn't go up on demand until the actual episode aired in its actual time slot. So I think that's what's going on with the uh, Monday Night Wars, is it will not go up until August when they actually start airing the episodes of Monday Night Wars. Business Insider, speaking of the free week, thinks that the free week is bad for business. Now, you've got the link here, G. I haven't clicked on it. Do you uh, have any insight on this? Oh, I read this earlier in the week. They're basically it's going into the whole desperation thing um, and just kind of how it looks bad for the people that are actually paid for it. So it, it's... And they, they also thought that, you know, with without a credit card number, it's... it's it just it's just bad bad advertising really that's more or less it. it's it. not a super long article but i know how to save the network <clears throat> okay you you do midnight to like three in the morning you have the divas on it's phone text lines it'll work <laughs> <laughs> call one nine seven six wwe diva <laughs> <laughs> Like Babe Station, but with the Divas. <laughs> It'll work. Oh, boy. Oh, they already put tons of softcore porn on their ne- on their website. What's, what's hardcore porn to them? <laughs> there you go. Uh, the porn industry certainly has not any problems being pirated. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, 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 the summation of the conclusion of the art, of the article. We actually discussed this, and it's all about um, what do you do after SummerSlam? What's your your hook to get people in September? And they're they're they they don't even consider how in depth we went into conversations about the idea of Lesnar and the title and teasing people with not making new shows and all that stuff. We we actually beat this one to death. But the business company, of course, represents stockholder interests, and that's what those people are reading. Right, a lot right. of people who own stock in the WWE do not watch wrestling. They, they just, just are they're investors. Profits. Yeah, they own stock in lots of different places, you know. Right. So they might they might own stock Nikes. They don't necessarily wear Nikes. You know, right. stock in Apple, but they got a PC. WWE and NBC have set August 3rd as the date of their yearly WrestleMania highlights special, and it will air as the lead-in for their first Sunday night football game, which August 3rd, that must be a preseason game, I would imagine. Yeah, it'd have to be. I couldn't see it being, uh, because regular season starts September. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We we did talk about CM Punk doing the AM... Uh, AP Music Awards on July 21st says well actually uh, well I'm actually stoked to get out of the house and get gussied up for the first ever Gibson Brands AP Music Awards fueled by Monster Energy Drink red carpets and me don't mix so I figure it'll be a perfectly hilarious night with friends and a live microphone my favorite be there and be square now the true man loves his woman every night of the month (laughs) (sighs) okay all right (laughs) Oh, the red carpet. I I get it. I I get what he... Yeah. (laughs) I get what Mark says. I I get the joke. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Oh, George would have loved that. George would have gotten that right away. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, it goes goes over all of our heads until we're like, what the fuck is he talking like? Oh, wait a minute. I get it. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Red carpet every night of the month. (laughs) Ha ha ha. 
Uh, da-na, da-na, da-na. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho's schedule. See, I'm so dumbfounded by this comment that it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? <laughs> Jericho's schedule was released and indeed as G reported last week on the show it looks as if he's back to Fozzie uh, full time at the end of September Fozzie will play a smattering of concerts until September 23rd upon which the band has a concert almost nightly moving forward yeah they're playing Syracuse on August 2nd uh huh and this makes sense as Chris Jericho's band Fozzie will release their new album Do You Want to Start a War on July 22nd great so that means I gotta buy the Weird Al album this Tuesday and then I gotta buy the Jericho album next Tuesday <laughs> I, already, I already bought the Jericho. I've already pre-ordered it. Yeah, I I'll probably I'll probably have it next week. Well, you get the, the show. You get the physical copies. I get the digital copies. So I have to wait till it actually gets released. I well, love it when I you don't, pre-order things and it arrives early by accident. I don't have to wait till it's released. Well, <laughs> they they see that what CM Distro does is they send it. They if you pre-order it, they send out the copies. Like oh, they they mail them out the week before. So. So you're getting them basically the same day the record store gets them. Yeah. And then the record store is not allowed to put them out until Tuesday, but you just happen to have it. Yeah. Like, like I got Sin and Bones, I think, the Saturday before it came out. So. Okay. There oh. you go. A- It'll be up online on the internet, courtesy of JT, before it's in stores. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the network. My 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 um my um record store here, Soundgarden. They don't. I don't know if they do it. All they used to do it all the time. They used to put. They used to put the the music out once they got it. They would they would sell the albums out. They would, three to four days before <laughs> the albums came out. That's what I liked about working at Blockbuster was when I when I worked there, I could get the movies like a week before they actually were supposed to be released on video. I could watch them. But I'm not a big movie guy, so that job kind of sucked. <laughs> anyway, a delusional lawsuit against WWE and Natalia Neidhart was filed on June 27th by Christopher Donnelly uh, and was dismissed on Monday uh, in Florida as the judge granted the suit, which claimed Natty was, uh, Natty was a dominatrix who abused him for money, <laughs> had no standing for or merit. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Gimp suit. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got a, I got an eight ball on my mouth. I couldn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, it's well, it's true. Speaking of gimps, you know, there, are, there, are, there are there are multiple Heracles in the house. Kick it, Dallas. <laughs> yes. Not well. I mean, John Morrison is in a Her- Her- Hercules movie. Uh, Hercules Reborn, starring WWE's John Morrison, according to the poster art here. <laughs> uh, One thing I'll give John Morrison in the trailer that I, I saw, we're not going to see Dwayne doing any parkour or Hercules. I'm sure we won't. <laughs> but you, we will see it with John Morrison. So, uh, the hey, whatever, this guy doesn't, you know... It doesn't hurt him in the slightest if they're going to market him as WWE talent. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely won't <laughs> won't hurt him in the least. There'll probably be a few confused people that think they're getting the one with The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of uh, a lot of money talk this week on the show and, and talk about buys. 
And the estimated number of buys for Ring of Honor's Best in the World pay-per-view in June was 10,000, which was their break-even point and also considered a success based on the fact that they only had a few weeks to promote it being on traditional pay-per-view. That's right. And they didn't even have any like advertising on the uh, the trailers channel. So, as we talked about before, so I think this is great, uh, especially considering the next bit of news. It kind of is timely. The third, the third light must have worked. I guess. Well, they, they actually did they... have lighting problems at that pay per view. Believe it or not, <laughs> um, they they did bring a rig in. From what I, I heard, uh, Court Bauer talking about it, and he works with Ring of Honor now. Right. Uh, they they brought a rig in. But then when they got there, there, the people that you know were responsible to put it up informed them that the ceiling was made of wood and the building was so old, the odds are it would either collapse or catch fire. So at the last minute, they were forced to go back to their old style of lighting. So <laughs> the company can't that, catch a break, man. Yeah. That was a great pay-per-view. Uh, I'm glad it was successful for them. Again, because of what's going on with Ustream is... Super right. bad news for our, a lot of our, wrestling fans. Our former broadcast partners, Ustream, have made it official. Quote, we are sad to tell you that we have decided to shut down our pay-per-view feature on October 1st, 2014. It's always a tough decision to discontinue any feature, but we want to direct our resources to focus on other features and continue providing the best live streaming platform possible. Yeah, they already canceled an E-Japan Pro Wrestling event. On, I think it's supposed to be one last weekend on Ustream, so some of them are already disappearing. And I, I know not a lot of, you know, the guys on the show, including myself, really watch that much of, you know, these products. But, but once in a while, you have the you, uh, opportunity to. It was actually pretty affordable. We're looking at like 10 15 bucks. And some good, you know, solid wrestling from groups like Ring of Honor and New, New Japan. Now, Ring of Honor has probably got their problem solved because they're, they're, you know, they're kind of locked in with success, success with that pay-per-view. But uh, I don't know that many, but I do know a few people that are going to be bummed out about the New Japan thing because there's no other way to access it other than ordering and waiting for DVDs, like going back to the tape treating days. Right. <laughs> uh, it's kind of unfortunate. Huh. There is some, you know, you, you stream, they're doing it because of the hassle and the headache of dealing with pay-per-views and they kind of want to be more like the YouTube model where it's all advertising uh, revenue. And it's not not dealing with like payouts and and all the the paperwork and then what if the pay per view doesn't work? And I I kind of see where they're coming from. It's a shame for uh, people, I, but fans, but so be it. I'll tell you, the advertising model for UStream is the reason that we're not on there anymore. Is because anybody that was trying to watch our show on UStream, it was nice to have that chat there for everybody to just jump in and talk to talk you know talk to us if they wanted to. Um, but the fact of the matter is. They would get an ad every uh, like twenty minutes or so, and we don't get any money from this ad. It's just there on our show. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have us go to commercial break or anything like that. It doesn't pick up where it left off. It just picks up where we're at when it comes back from break, and we have no control over when the break, when the ads air, what ads they are, and we have no money coming from them. So that was like, okay, why am I letting these people make money? You know, I, I know we don't have a huge fan base, at least listening live, that will, you know, that that we have to that we would be making any money anyway. But the fact of the matter is, why are we letting them advertise on our show without us getting anything in return, other than a place to ad a place to show our show? Which is why now we we have our own you know broadcaster and broadcast live 
through our own server rather than, you know, dealing with somebody else's shit, <laughs> you know. But, you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll change that in the future. I don't know. Well, there there is there is some companies out there that want a service provided and, and if Adam Smith's theories are correct or Carl Marx's for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, invisible hand. Woo. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to get into economics. But, folks, that's the way it is, is what it is. But fret not, because there is new wrestling coming to your televisions in the United States for sure. The El Rey Network will debut a new show on October 8th. Quote, long a fan of Lucha Libre, Mexican, a Mexican franchise that has 85% market share on television, El Rey is banking on American television viewers being drawn in by the high-flying antics and colorful world of freestyle wrestling each week. Lucha Uprising will bring, a, it will bring drama, excitement, and action as the masked heroes and villains battle it out in the ring for wrestling supremacy. So it begins. Yes. <laughs> Saya Sonata has officially signed with TNA, although his contract still allows him to, take, uh, to make appearances for Wrestle One in Japan. Well, it's probably for the best, considering they're going there. And finally, Kurt Angle says his TNA contract expires September 21st, and also that he was offered a contract extension but turned it down. The photos of Kurt Angle on a plane uh, travel on by WWE personnel. They say he was passed out. He says he was sleeping. Uh, may have affected his chances of getting back onto, uh, back into the company when his TNA contract expires. Uh, he also stated uh, on uh, to uh, Jim Ross that this would be uh, the next contract he signs will be his last wrestling contract. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't remember it, but do they have a no compete clause in their contract in TNA? I don't think so. I I don't know. I guess it depends on the guy because didn't was it something to do with? Um, well, let me let me, let me ask you this about no compete clauses because I I don't know exactly how these work. But if if say like if say a guy like Kurt Angle lets his contract expire or CM Punk for that matter because his is closer to uh to the expiration. If they let the contract expire, do they still are they still bound by you know you can't be on TV for six months or whatever the deal is for another wrestling promotion? Are they still bound by that or because the contract's up? How is that still governing what you can do and what you can't do? I think it depends on the guy because they let Kaz's contract expire and then they had all those t- uh, shows in the can before he appeared on that Ring of Honor pay per view. They weren't allowed to talk about him on TV. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it really comes down to what what his specific contract is. Okay. Uh, um, you know, on average, they have like ninety. I think it's ninety days or sixty days or something like that. It would be f- kind of fucking hilarious though if it turned out he didn't have one. And I don't know when that September pay per view for the WWE is. <laughs> and I, I don't think they're ever going to let him wrestle again. But. No, probably not. But the fact of the matter is, is, Kurt Angle would be a great coup to have show up on September 21st at Night of Champions at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. That's right. Anybody who didn't have the network and missed it would be like, what the fuck? Why did I get rid of that? <laughs> I don't know. Could, hey, it's the fall is going to be interesting. You know, and that's that's one thing we might be bored wrestling fans, but it's not going to be as boring. At least with some of the politics and the business side of things, you know, we got the TNA deal, we got the WWE deal, we got new shows coming in, we got contracts expiring. 
Yeah. We got it's. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I, I it's kind of odd that I, I find it more interesting than the actual products themselves. It's so I, and I, I, I honest, I, I will put it out there right now. I honestly believe that we are that CM Punk is done. Yeah, I think I, his I contract is up. His contract is supposedly up Thursday. I don't see him signing another wrestling contract. I, I don't want to say for the rest of his life. I really don't because this is a business where you never say never. You know what I mean? Like when Brock Lesnar left and he went through that whole legal battle, you know, you never would have thought you would see him in WWE again. And now they're paying him $5 million to wrestle five times a year. If even that. (laughs) So I don't want to say never, but I don't think anytime soon will you see CM Punk sign a wrestling contract. Though I wouldn't doubt he'd show up at an indie show. Just to make an appearance. I don't think you'd see him wrestle. But yeah, I whatever. Could agree, I could agree with you on that. What? That he would show up at an, you know, maybe maybe do to like something with the Ring of Honor, a one-off or maybe best in the world. That would be kind of funny next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <clears throat> <laughs> just be so appropriate. Well, he was technically on their pay-per-view at the start of the show, and they showed the clips. They had uh, Daniel Bryan... As well as who else was in there? Samoa Joe. I'd say Samoa Joe was probably in there. <clears throat> I'm probably missing some guys. I, it went by pretty quick. I just kind of remember, kind of half-ass paying attention to it, and then I saw Punk on. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then they got my attention. Right. <clears throat> well then, on that note, ah, uh, this has been Board Wrestling Fan Radio episode number 134. You can find me on Twitter at, at @thanksojoe. G is at G of the Internet. JT is at Random Redhead. Mark is at Mark underscore Noise. George, who's usually here in the studio with me, is at Punish78. We are at That's Board Wrestling Fan Without Vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Check out all our great content throughout the week on BoardWrestlingFan.com. Tune into this show every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on BWFRadio.com. And, of course, you can get the podcast version afterward. You can get that on iTunes, Stitcher, BoardWrestlingFan.com, and CheapHeat.com. We'll see you next week. Off the funk of doctors. No. <laughs> Wherever podcasts are found. Except podcast one. <laughs>